Hey everyone, welcome to a very special edition. It's not one of those episodes where Nancy Reagan is going to come out at the end and talk about drugs or anything like that. Not one of those special episodes. A very special championship episode of the GuardianStateHSWrestling.com podcast, Near Fall Backpoints, Champions Edition. We were originally going to just put the champions in with the respective days they were in, but I feel I want to get a chance to talk to them a little bit, kind of get a little more out of them I could, and why just shove them in at the end of a video, let them have their own spotlight to celebrate what they did in this strange and hard year we've had with COVID. First, before we get to that, we got to take care of business. Championathletes.com. Dan Warnikoff. I've been saying it every week. I've been preaching it. I've been saying it ever since I've had the site. Dan Warnikoff is a nutrition specialist. He will help you with your meal plans. If you want to lose the weight and still feel good, especially if you're an athlete, not exclusively an athlete, but especially, and you have to cut weight for wrestling, he will help you that you still be energized and be able to go out there and perform. Pat Glory credits that. You asked Pat Glory what was the biggest difference between his sophomore year when he had made the finals twice and lost to winning his senior, his junior and senior year? Nutrition. And Dan was the man he turned to. He helps wrestlers, football players, basketball players, hockey players. He helps them in-state. He helps them out-of-state. New York, New Jersey, anywhere. You don't even need to be an athlete. Champion athletes will help you get where you need to be. Dan Warnikoff, check him out. Now, as I said, we have our interviews coming up. We're going to have every champion. We're going to be talking to them. We're going to have them in order how they won. We're going to go to my first interview. A man who I've joked around the last couple of weeks about how I hope he throws more touchdowns for the Giants, but Sears a similar name, but hopefully they're going to have the same championship pedigree. The 106-pounder from Del Barton, Dan Jones. And I got a chance to talk to him a little bit and get his thoughts on not only winning the title, but his first year journey as a high school wrestler. We are joined today by the 106 pound champion, freshman Dan Jones from Del Barton. Dan, thank you for taking the time to join us. I, I hope you're reveling in, in your historic run. Just talk about that. Just kind of how you feel being a champion a day later. Yeah, I mean, words can't really describe it. It felt great. You know, from the moment there's 10 seconds left on the clock, I remember looking at it as the clock was ticking down. Um, I felt like an adrenaline rush to my body. I was on top, so I was just sitting there holding on. And when the whistle went off, you know, I got up and it just felt great. And, you know, I still feel great today, you know. Keep celebrating, but I'm definitely get back to work soon. Now, I know Del Barton's had a great run of champions, but being a freshman, and not only a freshman, but in this strange year where – they didn't have a lot of, you know, I've talked to a lot of the guys, especially after regions, they didn't have a ton of the preseason stuff that kind of helped bond you because of where you guys are from. They didn't have a ton of that. It was all kind of virtual and you missed a good period of time because of COVID. Um, just how did it, how did it come through that you were just ready to go? Cause I mean, it looked like you weren't missing a beat the entire week day. Yeah. I mean, just because of that, I didn't stop my training or anything, you know, I was training like whether it be with like just privates or club you know, because I wasn't able to practice with the team, but I didn't stop training, and, you know, that's that's what led me to be able to win, and, yeah. And I, I know yesterday after after you won, you talked about the counting down. I know I've read in a, in a couple articles, um, you talked about your former training partner. Mm -hmm. um, for people who might not know, could you just let people know what the situation was and just kind of 
you know, without getting too into details, obviously, but just kind of, you know, how that affected you in, in going out there. I mean, yeah, Chris Kenny has been my buddy since I was little, training partner uh, over at Scorpions. Um, but he passed away a couple months ago from suicide, and that's just been my motivation. And that's why I was able to be here today and win uh, yesterday. But uh, every day just motivate me. And we were best friends. We'd always hang out, whether it be after a private or a practice. But yeah. And finally, I, you you win the title a lot. There was a lot of representation here by Del Barton this weekend. I know a couple yeah. thirds. I know later on today, there's you, you got uh, Trusinski there going into the final. How does it feel to be a part of such a winning team? Because I mean, you're right down the street in Morristown. You've seen Del Barton. You're not one of these guys who's far away. So they've kind of been in your backyard the entire time. How does it feel to be a part of that winning tradition? I mean, yeah, it feels great. I've been there in, at the middle school, so um, for the past two years in seventh grade, you know, just even though there wasn't a middle school team or anything, I wasn't part of the high school team since I was still in middle school, it still feels great just to be around uh, the team because they all support each other. Um, but, yeah, we, last year we had eight medalists. This year we're going to have nine, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, it just feels great, especially because of all the support that they give each other. Well, congratulations. Thank you for taking the time. I know uh, for a lot of our, our, our viewers in, in the Morris County area, your name might not have been on a lot of people's minds heading into the season. I guarantee it's going to be on a lot of people's minds now heading forward for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for the time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for the time, Dan. Now we're going to jump from a first-time champion to a man who has championship pedigree, Joey Oliveira, three-time state champion for Hanover Park. The other time? He finished four. So let's just say he's had a very, very, very good career at Hanover Park. Now, I've known Joey since he was younger. I saw Joey wrestling at Hanover Park. I obviously know the family. His older brother, Anthony, was a wrestler for Hanover Park, went to Rutgers. Joey will be attending Rutgers in the fall. And Joey took a few minutes out of time from his celebration to talk to me and tell me how it felt to be a three-time champion. Joining me is a champion who is used to being a champion, Joey Oliveri. Um, talk about this. Three championships for Hanover Park. You finished fourth your other year. How are you feeling the day after? Um, I feel good. I mean, I'm just I'm happy to go out on, on top and, uh, and just now I could look back and say I finished the way I wanted to finish and that being being at one of the best HP wrestlers is is like the best thing and having like a hometown that's behind me and a big wrestling community as we are, it's just, it's a great feeling. Talk a little bit about that community because I know I've been down at Atlantic city. I've been at States. You guys had the cheering section in the upper deck. How different was it not really having that and going to Peaberg, which almost a lot of people were telling me it didn't have that same feel. It almost felt like a early season tournament, but it was still the championship. How was that? you know, not having that kind of Hanover Park pump behind you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of weird. And I, I, I love HP's crowd. I, I think we, we travel as a whole the best out of everyone in the state. And I don't care what other people say, but we have, we definitely have the best crowd. And um, yeah, it was weird not having everyone screaming and yelling and going nuts, but um yeah, it definitely didn't feel like a, a state like tournament like vibe kind of, but but it is what it is, and we got it, and we had to do what we had to do. 
Now, I know the difference this year is obviously with being in Peaburg, you didn't have the crowd there. I'm sure your phone was blowing up for about half an hour to an hour after with everybody with the congratulations where they would just hug you at the alt via, you know, state <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was blowing up, but uh, it took me a while to answer everyone. <laughs> I'm sure that's not a bad thing to have, you know, going here. One person I saw you get a picture with, and I know we were joking a little bit about before we went, went on, was the wrestler who's considered the best in, in HP, James Laval. Now you have a little bit of kind of a, uh, you know, a, a one-up on him. You're both three-time champs, but you finished fourth, he finished sixth. I don't know. Does that make you the better wrestler? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's no comment. He's going to beat me up for that stuff, man. He's going to be like, I can already imagine a text message that's supposed to be. That's why I'm not saying anything. And he said the entire time he was a coach. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're obviously, you know, you're, you're taking a little time. You're going, going to Rutgers. Just how do you feel knowing everything you've done, all the hard work, you're going to be regarded as one of the greats of, of Hannibal Park going forward. It's, it's very exciting. I mean, as a kid, everyone always sucks. James LaValle, James LaValle, James LaValle. And now getting to, like, be able to do what, like, doing what he did. I mean, I just hope my name just is mentioned in, like, such a good way as his always was. Now we're going to have to get shirts made up for next year that says James who? Three-time state <laughs> champ. Go, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But listen, thank you for taking the time. I, I know it's, you know, it's been super hectic with everything, but congratulations. It's been a pleasure covering you for the four years. Good luck in college. Thank the you. The next champion I got a chance to talk to is a man I had a rooting interest personally all year, Andy Trzinski. Andy, a sophomore from DeBarton, was one of the few guys I picked last year when we were in Atlantic City. And he came up to me in front of my wife and it said, you know, you're the only one who picked me up. I'm really proud. And when he wound up losing, you could see the devastation. You couldn't help but feel for him. And, and if you want to see, we have the video up from last year uh, on the website for uh, YouTube, excuse me. You could see it. He was just so devastated. And my wife, who comes to wrestling, but is it really a, a follower of it, felt so bad for him that she was actually rooting for him this year. So to see him be able to go out there and go from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs was a great moment for my wife and myself just to kind of see that and the redemption, but also for his family. So he took a, a few moments after his big win to get to talk to me and, and tell me how it feels. And let's go to that right now. We're joined by the champion at 152, Andrew Jasinski. Andrew, talk about this. Just kind of, I, I know how much this meant to you and just, just winning this title and, and what it felt like. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Last year, you know, I left with a bitter taste in my mouth. Um, so it feels great to get it done this year. Now, I know, obviously, I interviewed you afterwards and how upset you were and how let down you were. Talk about the, the low of that, this, to, to the high of this. Just kind of that, that different feeling being on the other end. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's unimaginable almost. The lowest of lows and the highest of highs all from one tournament. You know, we work our whole season uh, for this one tournament, and we kind of put, put too much emphasis on the one tournament instead of uh, just improving overall. And I think I did, did a better job with that this year, just focusing on improving my game instead of just focusing on winning a state title. Now, Del Barton, obviously, well-represented at states this year. Um, you're not the only winner. Dan Jones, the freshman, went winning at 106. Talk about this team because a lot of people, I know there were rumors last year, 
everybody like, oh, you beat Burger Catholic. How are you going to repeat? You guys look pretty damn good. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people are expecting Del Barton to drop off, but I think, you know, you guys win and shows them that. Talk about the young group of this, you know, this squad and how they're going forward. Yeah, this team's definitely something special. And what's even crazier is we only lose – we had nine state placers without P.J., we only lose one of those guys, which is pretty, pretty amazing. We got some great freshmen coming in. So this isn't even the best Del Barton team to come. We got, we got some great, we got a great group and uh, we're looking forward to the future and maybe some, some more fun stuff. California, beast of the East. You mean you don't like traveling out to Phillipsburg for, for state tournament? You're stuck in <laughs> yeah. you know, Morris County. I mean, come on. That it. sounds like a dream. <laughs> That's the Atlantic city of the West. Come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, Atlantic City is definitely way better than Phillips. Let me let me see. Do you you want to go down to Atlantic City? You need some great restaurants, or do you want to have a hard roll with cheese? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What's, what's the one, way you want to go? So <laughs> listen, I'm, we're so happy for you. Congratulations! I, like I said, my wife, who isn't even a wrestling fan, came up to me after we interviewed last year because she was helping out. She goes, "I feel so bad for him," and she's like, "So she was watching and." As we're sitting there, we had her family over. We're kind of eating dinner, and I'm watching the finals. And she's looking, and she goes, no, no. And she doesn't follow wrestling. She goes, no, no. I go, what? She goes, it's too high. Get back. I don't, and she was rooting like crazy. So, listen, congratulations. We're so happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oliveri wasn't the only multi-time champion we'll be talking to today. is Brian Saldana, who has seemingly turned it in to another level the last few years, winning his second straight title for High Point, joining the elite names in that school. And that's hard to do for a program as good as High Point that's been around for years. I got a chance to talk to him a little bit after his nerves settled down. He's always been a, a great quote, but let's see what Brian had to say. We're joined by another champion, a man who has probably gotten sick and tired of uh, being interviewed by me this year, uh, being on the podcast and region champion, but... Two-time champion, Brian Saldano from High Point. Brian, congratulations. How does this feel? Uh, feels great. I'm very happy, you know, to get my second title. And uh, I'm really uh, hopeful to go back next year and get my third. Go for that three for three. You're going to roll, roll right through. Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about um, the difference. Because you won it last year before everything went crazy with Atlantic City. You win it in Peaberg this year. It's, uh, it's still a state championship. What was the feeling difference? Just how, how did it feel personally? Uh, it, it wasn't as sweet a little bit just because, you know, didn't have the big crowd and all. But, uh, you know, you, at the end of the day, you still get the same feeling of, you know, accomplishment. But uh, I, I don't think anything's going to ever top my first state championship. Well, if we get down there next year and you win that three for three, <laughs> that could. That's true. That's true. Um, how was it, especially with – because, you know, for especially for somebody on your level with it being in Atlantic City last year, how spread out it was. You know, you got to wrestle. You took your time. It was a lot of downtime. Here it was like, go, 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 go. And you had everything done. Did you prefer it that way or did you prefer it the previous way? Uh, I mean, this year with the 16-man bracket, it was actually pretty nice. You know, we got in, got out in one day. But uh, uh, just because, you know, I really like the crowds in all Atlantic City. That's the only thing I missed. But I think the bracket format with one day, it's a lot better. I know I talked to a lot of guys because you're like, it's funny because you're on that cusp where you're a bigger guy, but you're not one of the heavyweights. So when I talked to a lot of the heavyweights, I'm like, 
oh, I was dying. I couldn't do it. But you're still in that. You're you're still running around as the other the bigger guy. So it works out well because everybody else I've talked to up, they're like, I couldn't even catch your breath, and it was <laughs> it was like I'm so tired. I had one guy we interviewed um, in the medalist. He was he just said I'm so sore. He's like I've never been this sore. He's like I'm just so I wrestled five. I'm so sore. But it, it, it's funny with everything how it how it went down because you would have been wrestling in Peaberg in that school if we had the Hunter and Warren Sussex tournament. So essentially <laughs> you can count this almost as your Hunter and Warren Sussex state title tournament. That's what I was thinking too. I said that to uh, Garner. I'm like, I, I think I want to count this one as uh, my county tournament as well. <laughs> Get a double whammy out of the deal. And talk about your coach. I, I know he's, he's been such a, a key part of that, not only as a wrestler, but a coach. And you have coach Smith there. Who's had a great run there as a student has come back. How is it knowing you're going to be mentioned with those guys and the great names of High Point, you know, going forward? Yeah, they're probably the best coaches uh, I will ever have. And, uh, you know, they, they really know how to motivate their kids. You know, they uh, they know how to keep your head good. And um, it, it's just something about them that, you know, you just make it makes you like them, you know. But uh, being having my name up on the boards with them is something special for me. And I've been striving for that that goal for a long time. And I'm very happy that I'm able to get it. Well, the one good thing is I think you're going to continue that great run. Because, I mean, when I first started working for the paper in 2007, you guys were running through. And, I mean, just the highlights, obviously, for High Point with, with Franco Villa, Smith going through. Um, I know there's a specific name, and I'm drawing a blanket right now, but it was the uh, four – was it the called the four-pin? It was the group championship a few Where years ago. Hanover, right? Yeah. You guys won with four straight pins. I know they have a special code name for it. I think it was four pin or the comeback. I just, I always left that there's these little, these such these great key moments for high point. And, you know, just to kind of see it continue is, is a great thing. Yeah. I, I love seeing those special moments. I'm happy I'm part of them. Well, that's the one good thing. I mean, you're, you're one of those kids that you're a part of it, but you're also a very likable kid. And I love the fact that, um, especially your mom and dad are always cheering you on and she's putting up pictures and, you know, loving it. So it's always good to see. That's always who you got to hug first. Always hug mom and dad first because they're the ones that are there for you till the end. But listen, congratulations. Thank you for taking the time. I know how busy everything's going on. And I have a feeling when we do our championships next year, I'm going to have to be talking to you again. Sounds perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, we'll set it now. But thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Our last champion of the evening is someone – who I pegged to metal, but I wasn't sure just with the draw and such, because obviously when you get to the upper weights, it's tough to predict. But Nick Lodato of Pope John, the 195 champion, I got a chance to catch up with him. Let's talk to him real quick. I'm joined by the 195 champion, Nick Lodato. Nick, congratulations. Talk a little bit about this and how you're feeling right now. I mean, feels great, you know, coming into this uh, this year, not knowing if I'm going to have a season. I uh, ended up transferring to Pope John from Piscataway, you know, coming out non coming out on top, getting that uh, undefeated season. Feels great. Now, one of your teammates obviously had a great performance in stall. I know you guys are probably practice partners in their rolling around. Just kind of talk about you guys, you know, Pope John reestablishing themselves as one of the top programs in the state. I mean, it's great. I knew they had um, such a great wrestling program, and that's that's uh, came into another factor of why I came to Pope John. And, you know, having my own practice partner, being able to 
being able to place with me. Uh, it's a great feeling. Just showing that we can get the work done in the in the room every day. Now you guys obviously Pope John have two really great coaches. Um, talk about them. I mean, I personally, it was, Coach <laughs> Coach Alpo was a little bit before my time, not much. But then when I got into it, I got to cover uh, Ryan Harrington for for his years in Mendham and get to know him and his family. Just talk about those two and kind of what what they helped you do. You know, uh, they're they're great guys. I know uh, Harrington was actually a, a state champ at Mendham, and you know him giving me all the knowledge that he's got. I mean, it, it's it really helped me get to where I am right now. And uh, you know, Coach Outball might not have been the best in high school or anything like that. Might not have been a state champ. He still knows what he's talking about, and uh, just great coaching over there. And uh, really, um, just goes to show how I can go from a Blood, uh, blood round wrestler to a uh, state champ in just a matter of uh, one year. Well, that was one of the great things with, with Harrington going back to his stuff. I, I always tell people and his coach that he didn't give up a uh, offensive point his uh, junior and senior year. So every point he got was, was letting a kid up. So he was not taken down. And that's always something I tell people. So somebody to learn from it. That's one of the best, but listen, I know, I know it's been hectic. I'm sure you get tons of calls. Congratulations. Thank you for taking a few minutes and talking to me about your title. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you, champs. I know it's going to get, for some of you, it's going to get uh, fun listening to that. I know for two others of you, you're used to being called that and, and being a champion, but taking the time out to just give me your thoughts on everything. I'm very grateful. Thank you again. Now, final business. When it comes to the website, we're going to be having some website updates coming up, but I will have all the pages with your final ranks, your input from the results of both girls and boys state tournaments and regions, and I'll have the final wrap-up, and then we'll have, in a couple weeks, I'll post my wrestlers of the division and such. It's going to be a little harder this year, so I need a little time, obviously, with the way everything went down, but we're still here. We're still pumping along. So for Jared, the podcasting legend, I'm Donald J. Brower. We'll see you soon.